Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hello, welcome to another episode of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for a healthy mind, body, and spirit. I am Dr. Susan Plank, and today we're going to dive in, hold your horses, hold, wait for it, we're going to dive into chocolate. That's right, you heard me. I thought with Valentine's Day upon us, Easter soon coming up, let's talk about chocolate. So we're going to discuss chocolate, healthy, harmful, what do you know, what do you think, can we challenge what you know. I am also going to be joined on this broadcast with another one of my expert friends, Katie Lovett. She'll be joining us in just a few minutes, and we'll be discussing mindset, your mindset in relation to your goals and being able to meet your goals. What's holding you back, right? We're coming on mid-February. If you started off wanting to change sort of who you were this year, right, where are you at with that process? How can we keep you motivated and, and moving forward, right? What's your mindset What do we need to look at adjusting to be able to get you, keeping you motivated in reaching your goals? But first, we have some upcoming events. Two, two weeks from today, Mysteries of the Thyroid. It's a free webinar, one of my webinar series, Wednesday, February 22nd, 6 p.m., and again, completely free. It's online. So you can go to norwinwellness.com. That's norwinwellness.com. And register, you see right there, Mysteries of the Thyroid. Register now. You can click that little button. So that's on the home page. And also over on the resources um, tab there, you can register there as well. You can sign up if you're interested in getting my newsletter, right, the Healthy Scoop. You can do that there, and then uh, some other past topics and things I share with you there. So that's always available at norwinwellness.com. So, you know, this, this is an important topic, the, the thyroid. Um, if you've never joined me on one of my free webinars, I love to open things up. Right? I want to give you the nitty-gritty, what's sort of the latest in research, what should you be paying attention to, what symptoms, how do you know if somebody, <laughs> healthcare person, sort of blowing smoke, right? What do you need to do, right? What do you need to be aware of? But I also like to open it up and have a discussion so we make sure that we're getting all your questions answered. So I want to throw this out to you, uh, because this is really startling uh, information. Of There's a huge number of people that don't even realize that, again, I look at everything, it's a process, right? Everything 
Somebody just doesn't wake up that day and die of a heart attack. Well, they do wake up that day and die of a heart attack, but there's a process. And somebody, usually healthcare, missed the process. Somebody missed doing something. Somebody missed doing a test. Somebody didn't do their job, right? So there's processes involved. And so it's the same thing with thyroid. And that's the whole premise behind functional nutrition, being a functional provider. You're looking preventatively of what are those processes, right? What, what, what's the initial thing that starts happening? And so it's estimated, folks, that, that a significant number of people are out living their lives, wondering why they're tired, wondering why they have this symptom or that, but they can't, nobody's putting it together for them. And that is called subclinical thyroid or subclinical thyroid condition and they're undiagnosed. So it's hard to put a number on it, right, because they're not diagnosed. But studies have shown it's up to 60% of individuals that are sort of wondering, is it my thyroid? They actually are in the subclinical thyroid diagnosis. So it's not full-blown that you need medication. You're not there, but something's going wrong. So if our idea is to find the root cause to, to, to stop the use of unnecessary medication, now I'm not saying medication for thyroid is unnecessary, but what I'm saying is if you want to sort of jump on the bandwagon of like, hey, I, I don't really want to do meds that I have to take the rest of my life, then the earlier we find things, the better off we are. That's what my point is, Okay. So, uh, again, lots, we'll, uh, we'll discuss it more uh, next week, but we'll be doing lots of different information about thyroid. So, grab a pen and paper, get ready, take some notes, discover the surprising truth about chocolate, healthy or harmful. Okay, again, you can find this at normalwellness.com in my blog. So, we all sort of assume, right, we love chocolate, first of all. We love chocolate, usually. And we've all heard that chocolate is healthy, right? The higher the cacao percentage, the healthier it is. The darker the chocolate, the healthier it is. But new research is starting to turn that on its head. So the healthy benefits of chocolate, antioxidants, fiber, minerals, caffeine, right? Woo! Everybody loves a good boost of the brain, Right? What's not the love about chocolate? But now comes out this research study, and it was done by Consumer Reports. So it ends up that chocolate, and excuse my pun here, <laughs> but chocolate has a dark side. It truly depends on the origin of the chocolate. And so what we're finding, because as the Earth's environment changes, we're finding acid rain and soil become contaminated with heavy metals. And it's everywhere. You don't live someplace to get away from it. There is no organic chocolate that's not going to have these things in there. Okay? And it's predominantly, it's worse in Latin American soils. So those appear to have the heaviest levels of hot, heavy metals. But like I said, even organic foods will contain some heavy metals. 
So the cocoa, it's a complex food, and it contains a variety of natural compounds. But that includes heavy metals such as cadmium, lead, arsenic. Cadmium is a toxic metal, and it can accumulate in your body and cause damage to your kidneys and bones. Lead is a toxic metal, and it can harm the brain and nervous system, especially in children, right? We've heard of the dangers of lead paint. Arsenic is toxic, and it can cause cancer and other health problems. The other things of what these heavy metals do, cadmium, lead, and arsenic, is they are known as hormone disruptors, okay? Endocrine disruptors. So stop and look at our world today and what do we have going on with gender? What's happening with folks' gender and at early and early ages. And so I always sort of wonder, is it possible that we have these components in our soil, in the water, in the rain, and it's blocking these very susceptible younger individuals around puberty, and it's disrupting their body's normal hormonal balance. Trust me, it's doing it to all of us. But I always just wonder with this younger group, you remember going through puberty, right? That's no picnic for anybody. But now, with the environmental issues, you cannot get away from heavy metals. You cannot. So, oh, we have our guest. We have our guest, so... All right, Katie. Katie? Hello. Hey, Katie, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing wonderful. So thank you so, so much for taking the time, hopping on the call today. I really appreciate it, folks. Uh, Katie was part of our uh, Weight Loss Reboot Summit, and so I wanted Katie to be here because I her. Her talk, her presentation hit me on a lot of different levels. It hit me with things that I want to accomplish in my own life. It hit me on a professional level of of things that hold people back, sort of mindset and, and what keep people from once they decide, I need help, but I want to lose the weight or I want to change my health, what holds them back, and what holds people back from even reaching out to get help in the first place. So I'm thrilled, absolutely thrilled to have uh, Katie here. Katie, can you tell us a little bit about your your practice and how folks can get a hold of you? Yes, absolutely. And let me just say, I loved being a part of that summit and and so grateful still for having that opportunity. It was such a fun, great, um, you know, group of speakers that you put together. I loved it. So it really was, um, right? Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, yes, my practice, I'm able to help people all over the place. Um, I'm completely virtual. Um, went virtual 
before everybody else went virtual, actually. So, so it's been something I've been doing for a while. And I am a registered dietitian. I have advanced training in integrative and functional nutrition and specifically focused on gut health. And then I realized what a powerful tool our minds are in making any sort of change and how if your mindset is not in the right place to make these lifestyle and nutrition changes that I'm counseling and coaching my clients to make, they're not going to see the success that they want. So I actually also became a certified mindset coach. And so I incorporate all of that that you were talking about with goal setting and what holds people back and all of that into my program. So um, it's, it's really robust and, you know, looks at holistically what somebody needs. It's not just a meal plan, right? Um, so I'm on Instagram a lot. I actually have my own podcast as well. So um, people can definitely find me either of those places. Perfect. And your website, nourishthrivewellness.com. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. NourishDriveWellness.com. And uh, if you want to get in touch with Katie, Katie at NourishDriveWellness.com. Okay, so you can yes. email her if you listen to this program and you have any questions. So, so Katie, let's let's sort of let's sort of dive in. Let's, you know, because I hit on, like I said, my own my own things, my own goals, right? We, we all sort of have these, uh, the, these sort of benchmarks that we put out there of, oh, I'd love to lose 10 pounds, or maybe for some folks it's 50 or 60 pounds. Oh, I'd love to, you know, I, I'd love to be able to help more people, or, you know, I, I wish I would go to church every Sunday. So, you know, how do, we, how do we take what sort of we're coming up with in our mind, right, and, and how do we make it, realistic how do we make it sort of that we can do it yeah (laughs) it's a great question so i think where people really get it wrong is in the goal itself um some of the things that you said you know your examples just there they may be more like a someday goal um is what i call it like oh someday wouldn't it be nice to like on my bucket list is go see the northern lights in an igloo hotel oh, someday, wouldn't it be nice if I got back to a weight that I was more comfortable with? But you're not actually making a plan to get there, right? It's just kind of a someday idea. And so it leaves you with this kind of longing desire and feeling like you're always failing. But really, it's because you haven't haven't set out a path to get there. Um, And then another type of goal that people set without realizing it is what I call should goals. Right? Oh, I should go to church every Sunday. Oh, I should weigh 10 pounds less than I do. Um, but it's not necessarily something that you actually care that much about. It's just things that you feel like you should because of society's, you know, pressure or how you've kind of been conditioned through your own life experiences to believe is good or true or right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so how do we then how do we then sort of look at these these things we're toying with right how do we how do we look at them and then make the plan or make it where it's where it's doable how do we how do we make sure it's feasible and relevant to our life right um so first it needs to be something that you actually want right deep mm-hmm. down 
And you need to ask yourself why you want it about seven times because you need to be very, very motivated. And let me tell you, it's not going to be motivating enough to say that you want to lose weight that you look good in a bathing suit. Like, that's not typically going to be a motivating enough reason. It needs to be something deeper, more meaningful, something that you're really passionate about. Because as human beings, our nature is to move toward pleasure and away from pain. So as soon as it becomes the least bit painful, you're going to (laughs) stop. Or as Uh soon as you start to feel just a little bit better, you're going to stop short of your goal. So maybe your goal is 20 pounds. So, so can I, can I ask you, so in, in other words, yeah. as soon as it gets more a little rough or as soon as there's like resistance or, you know, the, mm-hmm. scale, the scale doesn't budge or, you know, uh, that type of thing, that's what you're talking about. As soon as yeah. you sort of hit exactly. the rough patch. As soon as you don't you're feel gonna like it. You're going to and you're going to be like, well, sort of screw this. I'd rather oh, yeah. go back and eat my bonbons or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really feel like it. My bed is nice and warm. I don't really want to wake up. It won't hurt to skip one day. Um, Yeah, but because you're not motivated. Versus, let's say, you know, a really common, deep, motivating reason for, for people who I work with is they're thinking about who they want to be in their future or who they want to be for people who they love, you know, their family, um, stuff like that, you know, how they want to show up. And they realize, I'm not going to be able to get down on the floor and play with my grandchildren if something Mm -hmm. does not change. I'm not Mm going to be able to carry in the groceries from my car when I'm 70 if something does not change, and I'm going to be reliant on other people. So it needs to be something that's really motivating that you really care about. Maybe you really care about, you know, hiking Mount Kilimanjaro, (laughs) you know, and that's like been a lifelong goal and you realize time is ticking and you're not going to do it, you know? And so it's whatever the reason is for you, but you have to dig deep and remember that reason, plaster it all over the place, write it in lipstick on your bathroom mirror, have a card that you carry around with you everywhere to remind yourself when you don't feel feel like it, because it's not going to be an if, right? You're always going to, there's always going to be a time that you're not going to feel like it. You can remind yourself why, you're doing it to begin with and choose to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've noticed that I've noticed you have to stay connected to that, right? Because yeah. uh, like all the time I have folks that have been really frustrated with they can't lose the weight, they can't lose the weight, they can't lose the weight. But what happens is then they hit that rough patch sort of like you're talking about and they might have told their closest friends, hey, I'm, I'm trying the 26th diet of my life or something, right? Mm-hmm. But, but then they're out and they're having a few cocktails and they're ordering, you know, uh, uh, a batch of uh, french fries or wings or something like that. And there's a disconnect there, right? There's a disconnect mm-hmm. between what their actions are. Mm-hmm. They're sort of self-sabotaging actions yeah. with what their goals are, right? Right. So asking yourself, Every day, is this action taking me one step closer toward my goal or one step farther away from my goal, you know? And, mm-hmm. and every, every action and every decision has a consequence, too, you know? And so, say they're getting cocktails or beer and wings, you know, um, 
at, and at the Super Bowl party or whatever. This is, you know, timely coming up. Yeah. And right. they're asking themselves, okay, well, what is the consequence of this going to be? Um, you know, maybe it's that they're going to not achieve their weight loss goal as fast or they're going to feel bloated and sluggish the next day. Or maybe they're going to decide, you know what, I am creating beautiful, joyful memories with my family, and that's more valuable to me than the number on the scale. Um, and I'm realizing that number on the scale is the should goal the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. and I really don't care about my weight that much. And that's their own decision, too, you know. So right. everyone exactly. needs right. to have exactly. awareness of that. So Right. Exactly. It's so it's really to get in touch with what your, like you said, question yourself, what you say, seven times, right, of, of what yeah. is that deep, Why? deep drive to get to that goal. Now, Absolutely. Katie, let's you and I sort of pivot here a little bit because I'll tell you, I come from a family, and a lot of the listeners know that, uh, you know, my, my impetus behind trying to help people is my, my mom had had uh, a lot of digestive issues when I was a when I was a kid, and she got diagnosed with every single thing under the sun and changing her diet. And if you opened our our medicine cabinet, it was just full of over-the-counter remedies. You know what I mean? Like Pepto-Bismol yeah. and Tums and, you know, everything All under, the, under the sun. Yeah. Everything comes tumbling out, right? And the, and God bless the woman. She, she was willing to try anything and everything. Whatever the doctor said, she was on it. But nothing really, there was no clear-cut path, and nothing seemed to help her. Um and so a lot of folks out there with digestive issues, that's sort of the same thing that they're, they're going through, right? Is, Absolutely. Is, you know, they can, they can have an acidic stomach. Oh, I need an antacid. They could feel bloated. I better take a Tums. They're, you know, their diarrhea, the constipation, and they're just sort of all over the place. And then they end up yeah. fatigued because... Things are going through yeah. and not necessarily getting broken down and absorbed. Right. Have so, autoimmune conditions, skin conditions. Yeah. It just yeah, escalates. exactly. And so I just love the way you've been able to uh, sort of uh, combine these, these two um, because anything with digestion, I think you and I are of the same mindset that, that the gut and digestion, it starts everything about your health. Uh, yeah. Everything comes from yeah. the gut if you're if trying Completely to re- reclaim your health. Yeah. That was why I decided to, to specialize in gut health is because I thought, you know, I can have the biggest impact on people's health by helping them address their gut health. You know, just mm-hmm. looking at your gut will impact everything else in your body. Yeah, yeah. And so so medically then we, we have this very common, and my mom got sort of put into this uh, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and folks, just so you know, a syndrome means there's there's no specific test that can diagnose it, and so we see syndromes, and it's just like this this kitchen sink, right? A kitchen sink of, of different symptoms, and it's like, wow, we can't come up with anything else, so we're going to put you in this category that you have, you have a syndrome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's a handout so, on the low FODMAP diet. Good luck. Or yeah, it's all in your yeah, head. That, Good that, luck. Or <laughs> if they even make it that far, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So can you can you take us through then, um, you know, Katie, sort of what your approach is with digestion and and sort of how it can help because we have a general audience listening, but uh, but digestive issues are quite common. Yeah, 
It's actually about 75% of Americans complain of chronic digestive symptoms. So I bet a lot more than people realize because it's not something that is necessarily talked about it around the dinner table, right? Um, but chances yeah, are a lot of, you know, a lot of people... <laughs> Chances are a lot of people oh, listening do struggle oh, with oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I really feel for your mom listening to her story. Thank you for sharing that. Especially back then, there was not as much known as there is now, right? Um, right, that's right. We know a lot more now about the gut and how it works and how our bodies work. But it hasn't quite trickled out into conventional or mainstream medicine yet. And it's Honestly, for me, looking at it, kind of frustrating, you know, because there's a lot more that can be done for IBS now than managing symptoms. And mm-hmm. um, in integrative and functional medicine and nutrition, we say, you know, symptoms are your body's way of telling you that something's wrong, that something needs help and attention and support. And I always say my analogy is our body is kind of like a two-year-old growing a temper tantrum. Um, If you're in the grocery aisle and your two-year-old wants a candy bar and you're talking to the cashier or checking out or busy doing something and you don't acknowledge it, the two-year-old doesn't stop asking. They just get louder and louder and louder until they're kicking and screaming on the floor to get your attention, right? Right. And our bodies bodies are kind of the same way where maybe at first you'll have a little bit of bloating or constipation or diarrhea or heartburn. But over time, if you don't pay attention to it or you simply cover up the symptoms by taking those over-the-counter medications, the symptoms just get louder and there become more different types of them and more widespread throughout your body, like I mentioned before, in autoimmune conditions, skin disorders, brain, you know, cognitive dysfunction, um, all of that. Even cancer well, and, and, and also, so I just want to interject. I want to interject, especially with digestive issues, the social ramifications. So, yes. you know, it, it got to the point yes. for my mom. My mom had this fantastic group of, they all graduate from high school together, and once a month they go to a local uh, restaurant with Teddy's in Irwin, North Huntington. And, and I always teased her about, you women better be good tippers because you sit there and you BS for hours on end, right? <laughs> and these poor, these poor waitresses are, like, taking care of them, and they're probably drinking water and tea or something. But, so funny. But, but as my mom's condition and as these symptoms progressed and there was no help for her when I was you know when I was a a kid a teenager then then it became more affected her and my dad's ability to go out and socialize her ability to Mm. feel comfortable going to a movie I I remember she'd she'd start to wonder where's the closest bathroom where where you and go just that, like, low-level anxiety all the time, yeah. like, wondering what's on the menu. Where's the bathroom going to be? I've had people not be able to go fly to visit family in another state because of anxiety of needing to use the restroom while the seatbelt sign was on and they couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people stop eating out at restaurants, people not be able to work anymore. It can be completely debilitating. I'm really sorry your mom had to go through that because I know how how horrible it can be. But, you know, but the reality is it's, it's, it's watching my mom go through that at an early age, so much so as now as an adult, I realize that's how, how the effects molded me, right? To, mm-hmm. to, that it, it drove me 
to want to do what I do, right? To do things yeah. in a more natural way, to find the root cause, yeah. to keep find answers. Digging. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? Absolutely. So, so on one hand, I have this, like saying, I always say, endings create new beginnings. And, and for me, it was, you know, watching my mom go through that, it was my beginning way back then, mm-hmm. decades. I love of, it. Wow, I want to have a different take on things. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I want to turn it on its side and look at it differently. So, And there's um, so much that can be... Sorry, there's so much that can be looked at, too. Like, we really have a pretty good understanding of how the digestive system works and was created to work now. So there's really a lot that can be done whenever you understand what's going on. <clears throat> yep, yep, exactly. So, uh, Katie, please throw it out there again, um, uh, how, folks can, uh, how folks can get a hold of you, your website and uh, email, uh, you know, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So website is nourish thrive wellness all one word dot com and my email address is Katie K A T I E at nourish thrive wellness dot com. And they can find my podcast um, that has all my links and everything in it as well is the Nourished and Thriving Show or just search my name Katie Lovett, K A T I E L O V I T T and it'll come up. Perfect. So I just want to make sure we got that in there, but uh, let's uh, let's mm-hmm. let's come back. So, what do you think? What's a, what's a what's a big cause? I know uh, you know food sort of get the rap one way or another with a lot of digestive issues. What's your what's your take on things? Yeah, I mean, eighty percent of the foods that Americans eat are little to no benefit to our microbiome, which is all of the beneficial and um, you know normal organisms living in our digestive tract. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know, really saying something, but it's not just food. And I always tell people, if you just fix food and don't do anything else, your results will be limited. It's also high levels of chronic stress and busyness and rushing. It's lack of community and relationships. And people don't chew their food anymore. They just, you know, one, two, you know, swallow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if people, here's a tip for your listeners you know, count how many times they're chewing or chew your food 30 times per bite. And if it feels excessively long, you're not chewing it enough. Um, your food the food is so processed, in all honesty, Kate, yeah. right? There's nothing really mm-hmm. there to chew. It's not like you're eating yeah. you know, fresh broccoli or something that you actually have to chew, right? And, yeah. and if you're driving so down the road right food, now, folks, listening to this <laughs> and you're shoving something from a fast food joint you just pulled out of the drive-thru, chances are that's exactly what we're talking about, that there's nothing yeah. in there to actually make you chew, right? Mm-hmm. So, please, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, but please continue. No, you're good. You're good. But, yeah, chew your food to applesauce consistency. And I've had people come back and say that one tip helped reduce their symptoms by 80%. So it really is, is helpful. But you are right. Food, you know, food, people, 80% of what we eat is not helpful to our gut. So that means it's harmful, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. going to be causing inflammation. It's going to be encouraging the bad, you know, organisms to grow, which can cause um, increased inflammation throughout our bodies, um, leading to a lot of those digestive symptoms and, and autoimmune and all of that. So, you know, really focusing on whole foods that that are flavorful and delicious, but that also provide your body with nutrients. I would say your body can't just magic nutrients out of nowhere, you know, and nutrients and vitamins and minerals are literally needed for every single thing that happens, whether 
like even the things that you don't even know are happening in your body <laughs> every right. second, right? And and whenever you look at, at all of those reactions taking place, it's really amazing and awe-inspiring, but it, real, it makes you realize how many nutrients really are needed, and your body can't just magic them out of nowhere. Like it needs, it needs those foundational ingredients, so to speak. Um, but managing stress is a huge one. Getting enough sleep is a huge one too. And I would even, I, I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, Dr. Blank, but I would even say, you know, chronic stress that's not managed that goes on forever is possibly even more important than the food that we eat. I think, I think you're, hitting the nail on the head and, and knocking it out of the park. And here's another reason. Uh, I do uh, routinely do uh, neurotransmitter testing as well. And yeah. so it was really hitting home as I was listening to you talking about, yes, if you don't have those vitamins and minerals in your diet, that, that we're missing the very foundation of what drives your body, what allows your body to make energy and make hormones and actually focus yeah. make neurotransmitters. So if you're, you know, if you're not eating a varied diet, if you're eating a processed diet and it's not anymore if you're under stress, you are yeah. under stress. Right? You it's, are it's just, no longer yeah. MKD, it's putting that. stress it's no on your yeah. body. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's that stress, that stress it, it, it's sort of it's that old school, like, people, I think, correlated stress almost the way of mental illness, right? Like, oh, let's not right. talk about it. No, you know, let's, let's, let's <laughs> stick our hand in the sand, right? Folks, we yeah. all have stress. We, mm-hmm. we, like, first of all, we all just survived a pandemic, right? If you're listening to the yeah. show, you survived a pandemic. So we all have stress. But, man, Katie, I just love it. I, I loved your presentation, and I love it. So please, please keep rocking and rolling. Tell us some more. No, I love that. And right before right before we started talking, I heard you talking a little bit about environmental toxins, and that's a stressor too, you know, to to your body and to your gut health. So heavy metals, kind of yeah. bringing it back yeah. to what you were saying, yeah, heavy metals. Um, but it's really looking at, and if you think about, if you have a lot of stress input, and you're not giving your body the tools that it needs to help deal with them you're just losing on both sides, right? And what do you expect? Like, what do you expect is going to happen to your body? It's it's like we just have these unrealistic expectations of what our bodies are capable of, and they're amazing and they're incredible. Yeah, what we can do with nothing. Katie, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Please promise you'll come back. This was great. Yes, this Uh, has been great. We have to run. Folks, thank you so much. Katie, love it. Uh, if you need more information, norwinwellness.com. Please go to norwinwellness.com. Thank you, Katie, so much. God bless Thank everybody. You so Have much. a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.